is Page Avenue Crew. My name's Adam. I'm the bosom enthusiast. <laughs> so what? <laughs> I meant to say. <laughs> I meant to say bosom. I said bosom. I'm the bosom. You said the bosom. <laughs> I think I did. I'm, I think I'm, I did. I'm Josh. I'm just Josh, man. Why do you always have a boom arm problem? Dude, I don't know. As soon as you hit, <laughs> as soon as you record it, it turned into the weeping fucking boom arm. There we go. Tight. Flaccid ass boom arm. It weeps, dude. If you could, if everyone could see what it looks like right now, <laughs> it looks like a droid. You should put a like you know roll up a paper towel and stick it under the under there like you do at a restaurant when the table's wobbly. <laughs> no, no. A couple sugar packets. Yeah. You do that, don't you? The you know, table's going donk donk donk. Yeah, I can do that, <laughs> dude. Knocking over drinks and shit, dude. I w- I w- was randomly just thinking about this fucking amazing memory I have of you. <laughs> I wasn't even there. I just saw a photo. And you were on a beach, and it was really sunny, and there was no, like, umbrella or anything. So you went and got a bunch of sticks <laughs> and made, like, a little shelter over yourself. Like a lean-to? You made a <laughs> lean-to to lay under. And I was thinking about that, and I was like, you were the only person in the world that I know that would do that. <laughs> but, like, once you're in there, I'd be like, that's a good idea. Like, he's not, you know? Would you like to see my wilderness survival merit badge from Boy Scouts? <laughs> what if you're on the beach? You and Chrissy, you're on your honeymoon, right? And you just, you're, you're walking on the beach. It's, you know, it's like, this is romantic. Blah, blah. And then you just look over and you see a dude with a shelter built, a stick. So he, you know, so he doesn't get a sunburn. I'd say, where'd that homeless guy get those brand new trunks and that iPod? <laughs> but it's just funny because like you weren't blocking all the sun. There's still sun coming through the sticks and stuff, but like. I don't know. I just think that's amazing. That's an amazing thing about your personality is that you, that's like what you thought to that's do. That's the total opposite of what I would have done. I would have been like, I'm going to go ahead and go inside. <laughs> I just get, I get these things. I just would have put sunscreen on. I don't know. <laughs> I get compelled and then I get into, it's, it's fun to like build shit, especially elaborate, stupid, unnecessary shit. So I just, I can't, I, can I just can't pic- stop. I can just picture you at a restaurant, you know, you and Jill are eating food and the table's wobbly. And I could just see you spending like most of the dinner trying to get it like perfectly level. You download an app on your phone with a level and try to like. No, dude, right away if it's wobbling, like before water even shows up, I, I put something under there. <laughs> I, I do that for like sometimes with like coasters though. Yeah. yeah. I've seen, I see people do it on the reg. Yeah. I just roll with shit. I don't know. Right. I just roll with it. I don't need my drink slopping out. <laughs> yeah. I did make a really super sick fucking lean to, air quotes lean to in, uh, in Boy Scouts for our, my actual wilderness survival thing. Uh, so, so the final thing to like get the merit badge, you had to stay overnight in a lean-to that you made yourself. My shit though, like, you know what a lean-to looks like, right? It's just yeah. like a horizontal stick and then a bunch just leaned up across mm-hmm. it. It's like, a at a 45, it's just like a one-sided thing, you know, just yeah. so, yep. uh, so, so we don't have to sleep with our face in the mud. Um, you had a, you had a front porch and shit. Mine was a full hut, dude. <laughs> it had walls and shit. I had like four sticks going around. It had. You built a uh, yurt. Yeah. A flat roof. I had leaves on it. Leaves on it and shit. Leaves. Leaves. <laughs> Many leaves. That's uh, awesome. I did this whole thing and I was so fucking proud of it. And they were and, like, nah. And well, that day it, it was like 97 degrees or something in the middle of the summer. Uh, you know, St. Louis or Missouri humidity. I got fucking heat stroke an hour into sleeping into the thing. <laughs> and they, there's no breeze going to Nothing. So what, the, what happened to you? They sent me to, uh, you know, just the medic thing, and I slept in the air conditioning, which, which was felt, you know, it felt good, but it was disappointing. I wanted to sleep in that shit. I, was, I had my sleeping bag fully opened up. I was in my boxers just, like, s- spread out, like, oh, my God. <laughs> Finally, I had to check out. Dang. Dude, that's why I quit Boy Scouts, because where I grew up, 
We never went on one camping trip. We never did anything like that. Mm. Nothing. We just sat in this old smelly basement. <laughs> it was fucking dumb. Yeah, dude, it, it, it sucks because, you know, aside from the questionable, you know, the problematic shit about Boy Scouts, it, it was fucking awesome. And I got to do all kinds of sweet shit that I wouldn't have gotten to do otherwise. Like my dad always took me hunting and took me out in the woods and whatever. But if I wanted to build some big elaborate fucking thing on a hunting trip, he'd be like, no, we don't have time for that shit. Yep. You know, this is our, we're, this is what we're doing. So I got to do all that in Boy Scouts and there, I just happened to have a troop and have my dad there that enabled all that. To touch you in the woods? Yeah. You know, (laughs) my first time I got my wiener touch was by an old man in the woods. Uh, No, but, um, but yeah, plenty of like troops and shit. They just, you know, you got parents that are just like, um, I don't know. Uh, I guess we're taking you on a field trip to Domino's this week. No, we didn't do any of that. Nothing? No, we, I didn't, I didn't, I, I never made it to Boy Scouts. I was in Cub Scouts. Yeah, yeah, but still, like, I signed, I, I just wanted to go camping and, like, make fucking weapons and shit. And You guys didn't ever go to, like, Beaumont Camp? No. no. Dude, it's right down 44. No. It's 15 minutes from here. No, no. no. Holy That's shit, That's what dude. I thought it was going to be. Well, I, quit, like, I quit in third grade. Oh. Yeah. I was young, but still, it's like, we didn't do anything. Yeah. You know? I quit the summer before high school. <laughs> Whoa, really? Yeah. <laughs> Who was your, uh, your den leader? Do you remember a dude named Joey Crocker? I remember the name. It was his mom. Oh. I was... Wondering if you had the same one as I, because we lived right in the same neighborhood when I was <laughs> same in Same one as I. It was, uh, <laughs> she was, <laughs> she was down, uh, is it? Hark, it is the same one as I. <laughs> what's, that, what's that street over there, um, where it's got like the, there's two, you know, it's yep. a, Avenue. what's that called? Uh, fuck. I don't know. I don't know either. But it was down there. I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. Shrum? Shrum, remember? <laughs> that was the last name. That sounds like a scratch. That was the lady's on, last name. It was the, cor- it was corner, um, it was the corner where, uh, I, I shouldn't say his name on the podcast. It's the corner where your mom lived. Do you remember you know there yeah. was two girl twins, twins? Yeah. And Jared dated one and I dated one? Yeah. yeah. That was tight. Yeah, that's that, we used to yeah. make out with twins at the same time. Twins, Basil. <laughs> um, dude, you... So the, the den leaders in my den in Cub Scouts were my mom and Nancy Lotz, Jenny's mm-hmm. aunt, you know. Um, so <laughs> we were such fucking hellions. Every single week, my dad would come home and Nancy and my mom would just be drunk at the kitchen table after the <laughs> meeting. Just like, sorry, fucking kids, you know, <laughs> every, every week. Jeez. I didn't even make it to Weeblos. That's a terrible name for a thing. <laughs> we blow. It? We blows. Yeah. We blow. We'll be loyal scouts. I have my Cub Scout shirt hanging in my kid's closet. Though. For real? Yeah. Nice. I gave River one of my Pinewood Derby trophy. That is the one thing we did. I did that. You won the Pinewood Derby? Yeah. I, I, I had won. a trophy. He smashed it. I didn't win. I never won either. No. My shit looked cool, but slow as fuck. Yeah, mine looked cool because like, my, you know, my dad knows how to do all that shit. We made a really cool looking one, but it didn't win anything. Dude, you know that's like a really competitive, like very niche adult activity making I can see pilot that. derby yeah, cars. Yeah, yeah. I can see like that. talking about like fractions of a gram, <laughs> yeah. like high performance just, shit, like doing all this insane stuff because you still have to use the kit. Like that's the mm-hmm. rule. You have to use like those wheels. You have to have those nails, just putting yep. them into the body, that same block of wood. Um, like my uncle got super into it and it's all engineers and shit. Like, yeah, aerospace people like virgins and stuff <laughs> yeah <laughs> no that's cool i mean i can like i do that same shit with bikes you know yeah. like i'm a grown-ass man but like jack from brook royal shout out jack he gave me an old gt performer a couple months back and i finally got around to what color was it? it's blue um 
But uh, yeah, just SeaWorld, before I BK. move out of my house, I wanted to like just just so I don't have boxes of parts. I just like get that bike together, you know. But it's just so fucking fun, dude. You just go on there and you order. I ordered like pedals and fucking a crank, new brakes for it, like just all the new flywheel, freewheel, like all that shit, and just like spending a night just bolting shit on a, on a old BMX bike. It's so fucking fun, you know. That's that sounds I, super fun. It is so fun. Dude. I love to just put shit together, regardless. Yeah, but it's like when we were kids, like we could, I, I mean, we couldn't afford shit. I had like, you know, dyno comps and all that kind of cool shit, but like I couldn't afford to do anything to them, you know? I didn't have a cool bike until I bought my own. Yeah. I had a Huffy Renegade. But it's fun, dude. You, there's like so many aftermarket places and so many places that make like uh, re, reproduction shit. Yeah. I don't know, dude. You can just, like that mongoose that's like, well, if I was a kid, what would I have done to this? I want Skyway mags. I want all blue brake cables. Blue pedals, blue grips, you know, all this, that, uh, a white chain, like, and you're just mm-hmm. like, yeah, it might cost a couple hundred bucks, but you can just like build this bike, you know, the it's fucking thing, awesome. The, the only thing I don't have on mine that I want is those pegs for the front that like yeah. fold out. I got those. Do you have yeah. those? Yeah. And then the, what were the ones in the, the like rear peg? You put them on either, but they were like, uh, like, he- a, like, like they were like hexagon shape. Yeah. 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 What, I don't even know what those are called. I don't either. They're like gray and black. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Dude, Ashley got, uh, sorry, real quick. She was working, you know, she like does estate sales. Mm -hmm. It's her side hustle. Last year, there was like an old outhouse, outbuilding, whatever, like a small barn. Mm -hmm. She said, there's some bikes in there. You can come look at them. And they're all shit except for one. There's a uh, a 1986 Diamondback hot hot streak. Holy shit. Yeah, all original, everything. The original tires even. It's all rotted out, but every single original part. So like once... We move in the new house and shit settles down and stuff. Like I'll probably restore that one next. You know, that's cool. But yeah, this shit. It's like eight nine hundred dollars on eBay. Like just you need me to paint it. Yeah, yeah, work. yeah. Oh yeah, auto paint. Fucking a. That's how. Mm-hmm. That's why mine that I, that some guy my bike was black. It was that black one I bought on tour, mm-hmm. and I took it to work and uh, he sandblasted all the paint off and like spray painted that that green. Yeah, it's so yeah. fucking cool. It's so fun, dude. You know, dude. Speaking of throwback shit. I said spray painted like he had a can of paint. (laughs) I watched Thrashin' the other day because it's on Amazon Prime or something right now. Yeah. Fucking (laughs) (laughs) hell. I haven't, I saw like parts of it as a kid and I've seen it like in its fullness over time, just like, you know, you guys playing it and shit. Yeah. It was fun to watch. Thrashin'. Also also speaking of throwback stuff and uh, like the West Coast. So I drove to California to go to Star Wars Celebration. Drove there from Missouri. Um, and on my way to Nick's house, cause that's what, you know, that's where we're going to stay the first night. He lives in orange County. He lives in orange. Drew and I, cause producer Drew went with me. We stopped by the ones, the Westminster house. Yes. Yeah. He sent me a photo of that. It was fucking amazing. Does it look exactly the same? Exactly the Does same. Does na- the neighborhood looks the same? It looks exactly the same, except for the one awesome addition. They cut like a walkway, a doorway in the wall to go to that little shopping center right around the back. So oh, remember okay. how yeah, you yeah. have to walk around it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like got a gate and shit that uh-huh. looks like, you know, it's like an entrance to it. It's all, the whole neighborhood's it built a, up a little more. Like but Bolsa Market or some shit. Yeah. Dude, so what were you, what were you feeling? Uh, nostalgia did and it, awesomeness. Did it still have dirt for grass? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the same, you know, the cinder block wall around mm-hmm. the front yard, same paint color, everything. You I think assume it, it's still a rental. You think it had that weed garden on the roof still? I hope so. Now that it's legal, yeah, take advantage, dude. I I would like to go see that house at some point. 
It was fun. I didn't remember the address, but I knew the street, you know, so I just kind of mapped to it. And as soon as we got on Westminster Boulevard or whatever that yeah. is right there, yeah, I just, I hit stop on the map and I was like, turn up here, turn left. You know, it just like all came back yeah, to yeah. me. I remember wow. what exit to get off of and everything off 22. I remember everything. Like was it Garden Grove? No, no, it was uh, Magnolia. Magnolia. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it was Magnolia and Bolsa, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. When Dan and I went out to do those uh, songwriting sessions to LA, um, I know we were there for like fucking two weeks. By the end of it, I, fe- I for real like felt like I lived there. Mm-hmm. Like we were we were just driving all these sessions, driving all all around fucking LA, and every night just driving back. It's like, like this is weird. I'm just like so used to this, you know. It was weird. I missed it a lot you when drive, I was there. It, it was really hitting me. You can drive 50 on the side streets. Yeah. <laughs> like that's the speed limit. It's so Dude, weird. Because Orange County's dope. Like far Orange County, like Southern Orange County is so suburban and kind of just like, you know, suburban white people sprawl kind of thing. But closer to Anaheim, like in Orange, Nick lives in Orange. It's fucking incredible. Like half a mile from his house, there's this old town square that's like 200 years old or something. And it's just little shops, like some, uh, some major chains. There's like a, you know, pizza spot and there's a Starbucks and whatever, but a lot are just local little boutiques and little restaurants and mm-hmm. shit. And people on bikes, on long boards, walking, you know, just, mm-hmm. it's fucking so Does dope. he own a house? No, he rents. How does, how does anyone afford like anything there? Yeah. I mean, he, he pays a lot, you know, and it's small, but. <sighs> Yeah, it's it's out of control again. Like all the houses in that area are seven fifty to a million, and they're three bedroom, two bath. Yeah, tops. You know what I mean? Tops. Yeah. Woo. But you know, it comes down to like what you're paying for. Yeah, yeah. I like to visit there. I don't know that I could ever live there. <laughs> Fuck no. With I, money, I'd have to. I would I'd love have to. to have endless amounts of money, like endless amounts of money. <laughs> I'd have to have endless amounts of money and live way up north in California. I could live down there. I'd be okay, but I would have, I mean, literally like I'd have to win the Powerball and win yeah. like the billion yeah. dollar Powerball. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what though? You're talking about Northern California. As soon as you get up North of LA, even halfway to Ventura County, it starts to get awesome. Like just North of that in Santa Barbara, you would fucking oh, love yeah. Santa, Santa Barbara. Barbara's awesome. I've, I've been to Santa Barbara. We, have we played there? We've played yeah. Santa Barbara. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but we've driven, like we've done the LA to like San Francisco drive and stuff. Yeah. We've driven through there. There's just a lot of um, cool little towns that feel yeah that's like way I mean, more yeah it's cool until it breaks off and into the ocean <laughs> that's way more my speed is the further north you go you know dude you know matt appleton in like 2012 maybe like when the housing market was still completely shit mm-hmm. he got he scored got a house with like a half an acre a pretty decent house it's pretty far east it's like towards arrowhead lake so mm-hmm. it's like close to like a national park, it gets towards that area, mm-hmm. just up the hill a little bit. He got a house for like what it would cost here. Whoa. And, you know, he's an hour from LA, but he's away from all the shit. He has a cheap ass mortgage. Yep. That's the fucking dream. Yeah. But he could sell it for a shit ton of money right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But dude, I was so fucking gung ho about like, yeah, fuck it. Let's do this road trip. No, nah, um, man. It's hard. <laughs> <laughs> I would have told you no. <laughs> and it was super fun. I wouldn't fucking trade it for anything. Like all the shit we saw was. But you wish you incredible. had like a driver. I wish that we would have had time to maybe stop and get more than two hours of sleep at a time. Dude, you know, yeah, no it's way, just dude. brutal, man. So I picked up Drew in Denver. He just happened to be working in Denver the exact day that I needed to pick him up to go to get there for Star Wars Celebration in time. So I ended up getting there at like 1 a.m. 
and I was fine. You know, I had that like, you know, just like, like running, you run mm-hmm. for enough time and you're just kind of in the groove mm-hmm. and you just keep going. It's wide awake. He happened to be fucking wide awake too. So when we left and continued at 1am from Denver, it was like, if he had taken a nap, it would have worked out better, but we both had to just be awake. Yeah. And as soon as we got in the mountains, Mm-mm. it was like the road was a little wet and then it was kind of misty. And then 10 minutes later, we're like, man, I can't, that looks kind of like snow. And then it was a full-blown snowstorm. Oh, wow. Like full-blown, zero visibility, 15 miles an hour. Yeah. Roads covered, trucks pulling over. You're probably in a, in a little, you're in that little car. In that wagon. Yeah. 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 So it just took like an extra couple hours. I didn't want to stop up there because fucking who knows, you know what I mean? Yep. Like trucks sliding off the road and we get fucking destroyed. Yep. So we made it through like past Vale, past Gypsum and all that shit. And it finally dried up, stopped at a Walmart parking lot, slept for two hours. And then kept going and it was fine. But yeah. Did you, were you going to take that route anyway? Yeah. Just to not be so fucking hot in the desert on the 40 route. We took 70. Uh, I would have I rather driven the, un, the Southern route. It's not, so just, boring. Just, though, it's dude. so boring, pretty it's going just, that way. Is... Deal, I just don't want to deal with the mountains. Dude. If when the, when it's not snowing, it's not bad. Cause it's yeah. highway 70 the whole time. Yeah. Dude, Utah. Holy shit. Utah is my favorite state. Uh, I think so. Utah, mine, mine too, Colorado man. are kind of like flip flop. My favorite state. Like everywhere you look, even just from the road, just from the interstate, is a fucking painting. Yeah, mm. it's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, dude, that shit's awesome. Shout out Brandon. He owns the state. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those. Uh, he owns the, a good like six, seven thousand acres, right? <laughs> <laughs> I've driven to Denver or Colorado. Like I don't know. I feel like once or twice a year for the last couple of years. You know, just like with this, these dudes I ride bikes with. Even that's fucking far. Like when when you're 20. It's like 12 hours or some shit, isn't it? It's like 14, 15 with stops and stuff and whatever. But like when you're 20, like, you know, when we used to drive back and forth and shit, it's like, eh. But like even that one drive, by the time you get there, you're like, I'm so done with being I think what ruins that drive is Kansas. Kansas is awful. (laughs) So the Western western part of Kansas, very boring. But I, for the first time ever, really took in and enjoyed Kansas, like the, the first few hours of it, it seems like it's really rocky, you know, like mm-hmm. down here towards South County, yep. yeah. the roads cut through like some rock, right? Mm-hmm. That's everywhere there. And it's really hilly. And then you can see the rocks coming up out of the grass. So it's kind of like Scotland where it's like shitty soil. So there aren't a lot of trees. It's just like rolling hills and outcroppings of rocks. I actually liked it. It's I cool. Never, I had never remembered that shit. The scenery's cool, but it's just like the highway just is straight. Yeah, the it's whole state. Yeah, yeah it's, it's just sucks. one straight line. This is riveting, Pop. <laughs> but I mean, for people, yeah, yeah. It, like if you're going to do a road trip from anywhere, you know, St. Louis or east, I would say take 70 if there's no concern with snow. Absolutely, dude. I would still drive a southern route. I would do that in the winter. We did, um, at one point, we drove with that other band that I was in a long time ago called Greek Fire. We drove back, we drove to LA to work with Feldman, right? And like, we stopped at the same thing. We went through the mountains, got caught in a snowstorm, whatever. But like, dude, we stopped at Grand Canyon, mm. stopped at Red Rocks, stop, step, um, sorry, at Arches. Um, uh, not the Red Rocks in Vegas, the different Red Rocks. Uh, I would just drive because I just love road trips. And anytime I would see something like fucking sweet, I mean, even with Story of the Year, there's been times I'd pull over and say, like, I'm going to go climb on that thing, you know? Yeah. It's fucking awesome. Dude. I have zero desire for things like that unless it's planned <laughs> out. If I'm driving somewhere and it's a long drive, I just want to fucking get there. Yeah. Like Christy yells at me all the time about it. I'm I'm really bad. I'm the complete opposite. I'm so bad. Like 
I, we had to, for, and Drew's the same kind of ADHD person. We had to force ourselves to just get back in the fucking car so we well, didn't waste the whole day. Especially you said you guys were taking like long exposure stuff in the desert at nighttime. Like yeah. that's the shit where it'll be like, Ashley would be in the car like, hurry the fuck up. And, I'm, and I'll just be like, I could do it for four hours. So yeah. I don't care how long the drive is. I'll sit there for four hours. Yeah, take, too. Yeah. I'm to the point now where like <laughs> when we're going on a vacation or something, it's hard for me to stop for like lunch. I'm like, I'll go through the drive through and you guys can fuck keep eating. Yeah. Yeah. I, like, I mean, for me, like my vacation doesn't start until I get to where I'm going. I just really yeah, like road trips. Just, you know? I am. Yeah. I, if, if it was any other route, I would have been like, let's fucking get there. Yeah, that's true. But I, I was stoked on it. I mean, once we got into Nevada, I was like, fuck this straight through. 100 miles the an hour. The worst thing about that drive to California Even is like, wouldn't go you're, going, you're trying to go to like the LA area and you you get to California, you're like, fuck, it's sweet. 400 something miles. Yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> welcome. damn it. <laughs> welcome to Barstow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just, uh, I do not like, like I guard my sleep these days because it's like so crucial. Like when you don't sleep a lot and you're used to just like flying on fucking stokage and adrenaline and just caffeine a lot mm -hmm. you don't really realize that your baseline is just kind of until you start sleeping like a regular person you realize like oh this is what i'm supposed to feel like this is what yeah. humans feel like yeah so now i guard that shit so like the idea of doing those 24-hour drives and shit just fucking sucks now mm -mm. you it's know brutal dude so like last couple road trips when we drove to florida and stuff like i don't know last couple years for the first time ever i'm just like we're getting a hotel halfway you know dude, what i would have loved to have done if we had the time is pull over at like a KOA campground or some shit. Mm -hmm. Yep. And even just like put a cot outside, like get a spot, like where you'd pull an RV and just, you know what I'm <laughs> saying? I, I would have done that. Dude, Colin was talking about, uh, in 2017, him and his wife did a two week trip in Iceland. And it's, he said it was so expensive. They just got camping gear and you know, they stayed in a hotel the night they flew in and then, and then the night they flew out. But the rest of the time they just drove around Iceland, seeing all the rad shit, just staying in campgrounds. And it's like, I can't think of, anything cooler like that yeah. would be like my fucking yeah. dream vacation that place is insane looking that would be my dream vacation like uh my dream trip we've never done iceland it's like number one on my bucket list but also it's like it's really mild you know when you're sleeping in a tent and fucking spe like out west where you just were in the middle of the summer uh you know like if you were in even in missouri when it's like you got heat stroke uh yeah. 10 minutes Cub after Scouts. dawn you're fucking cooking it yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like if you sleep in a tent when it's a hundred degrees outside, as soon as the sun hits your tent, you're just like it's you uh broached. Camper. Yeah, yeah. But like <laughs> in Iceland, like I love camping where you have to like stay bundled up. Like you need a sleeping bag. You need socks. Like the on one that shit. looks like a sarcophagus. Yeah. That kind that just yeah. exposes only your face. Yeah. Mummy. I got I got two of those. Um that's how I like to camp, like where it's like forty degrees outside, thirty. Yeah. Twenty even, you know? Iceland has a pretty like the names are kind of switched. Like Greenland is not very fucking green. Yeah. And Iceland is actually not terribly bad except yeah. for, you know, active volcanoes the, and shit. Yeah. And like, you know, where it is longitude wise that, you know, it has really short days, parts yeah. of the year and shit like that. But that's my number one dude. Uh, uh, whoa, two things. One, <laughs> we forgot to say Dan's not here. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. No, Dan ate a gummy. <laughs> <laughs> can't even talk. <laughs> He's here. He's just, you know, He's, he's monitoring our situation. Um, and then to speaking of Colin, we just got back from our last trip to the studio. We just got back a day or two ago, mm -hmm, a day ago. Mm -hmm. What is today? Thursday? Yeah. Two days ago, which was the last trip. The record is done. 
Dunsky. 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 Do you think it's good or do you not think it's good? I don't think it's good. I think it's fucking spectacular. Hey. And every single person I've showed it to across the board, spectacular. Did I tell you what my, uh, uh, this was before we went down there, what my boss said? I was in like just listening to the, the couple mixes he sent before we went down there. <laughs> I was sitting in the office and he goes, is that, is that you guys? I go, yeah. He goes, I'm going to miss you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you say, please get off my tip, sir? <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Yeah. Same. Every, everyone I've shown it to, like even just playing it out of a phone. Yeah. They're like, uh, holy shit, dude. Holy yeah. fucking shit. I, I'm almost tempted. To, uh, so we hired a, this super dope designer to do um, our album artwork. I almost want to read his text over the, the pod. Is that weird? No, just don't say, I mean, don't say his name, I guess, just in case. It's weird. All right, so. Just in case he says it sucks. It's Johnny I from Apple. We hired him. <laughs> um, this is the dude that started MySpace. What was his name? Tom. Tom from MySpace. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so this dude's it's a lot of like. HTML in our artwork this time. He's done a lot of work for record labels. And he's done a lot. Of, like, the dude's done a lot, you know? So our label dude was like, hey, you should send him a couple songs just so he can get the vibe. So I sent him three songs that kind of run the gamut. And here's what he texted back. Uh, do an impression, do a voice. I gotta say, man, it's honestly rare for bands to come back strong. And these songs you sent me might be the best thing I've ever heard come from Story of the Year yet, let alone any other bands from that era. This is wildly impressive. The formidability in being relevant to anything that would be released today in 2022 while fully embodying the genre from the early 2000s, dot, 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 dot. Stellar. Stellar work, man. You guys are going to crush it. Fucking A. Yeah, and then all these other... I sent you guys the screenshots from uh, the label and stuff. Like, unbelievable. Like, unfucking believable Like, we we fucking did it. It's really incredibly uh, validating. Yeah. You know what I mean? To hear yeah. it from other people. Unprompted. Yeah. You know? Yeah, dude. Um, did you I, play it for Ewan McGregor? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, just, I played it as I ran up. And yeah, as yeah. The, uh, the handlers pushed me out. Yeah. Yeah, Jammed and... It. It's like I'm almost hesitant to talk about it because it's like I don't want people to think it's you know it's coming out in like two weeks from now or something. We have this really awesome plan that's very contemporary to what like it's really like similar to what most bands are doing now, where you kind of just put out a bunch of songs first, you know. It's smart. Yeah, so we'll do song, video, song, video, song, video, song, video, song, video, a bunch of other shit, tours, shows, and everything. There'll be like a a steady drip of fucking new music coming, as opposed to just like. Here's the record. The drip, though. <laughs> yeah, so I'm really pumped about all that shit. Like, we're going to have months of video shoots and um, cool, like, creative. Like, things that bands do. Things that <laughs> bands do, you know? And I'm just, I think it's so much, such a be better strategy to do it that way, you know? Yeah. People are going to be stoked. Everyone, if you're hearing our voice right now, you're going to be stoked. It was cool, like, in the studio when we went down there to like go over the songs, like there wasn't like, it was the first time I think ever that we we really didn't have a whole lot of like actual mixed notes. It was just kind of like, yeah. should we add something right here? So the, the reason we went down is just Callan's been mixing for la the last couple of weeks. So for people listening that don't know what that is, it's just getting everything dialed in, like the guitar volume, the EQs, like the, all, they're just making it sound like a fucking, how you want it to sound, right? So he's been doing that the last couple of weeks. Before every trip we've had, we're actually recording, uh, building the songs. This time, the, you know, 
we, he was mostly done with everything. So he wanted us just to come down to go over, over everything in, per, uh, in person to make sure we didn't have any changes or notes. Uh, if we did, it'd just be easier if we were in person, right? So yeah, we just like sat on a couch for a couple of days and just listened to everything and just tweak stuff. But dude, wasn't it wild when Sean Keith came? He's the label guy. And for the first time hearing everything like in his sequence, like played back to back to back mm-hmm. to back in that room with all of us with yeah. like the speakers and shit. It was like, it was such a fucking um, experience. I'll remember it forever. Yeah. It was like, holy fuck. I've never listened to everything in like a somewhat of a planned out sequence, you know, yeah. like it was just like, whole, like none of us, I mean, we knew it was good and everyone's like so proud of it, but to hear it all in sequence, it's like, oh my fucking God, dude, mm-hmm. this is such a banger, dude. It's hard to not listen to it all the time. <laughs> like it's uh, all day at work. Like for yeah. my first half of my day, I did my podcasts yeah. and then like I ate lunch and then I listened to the album like four times. Yeah. By the time we played these songs, we're going to be burned the fuck out. Yeah. That's what I got to like, there's got to be a point in time where I just stop. Yeah. Like I won't listen to it for a long time. Dude. It's also cool to, um, looking back on the process, like how collaborative everything has been with like collaborating with other creative people, but like also within the band and shit, like that's the most time we've all spent in a room together, like throwing ideas out and tweaking shit. And like, I don't know. Since 20 years ago, basically. Yeah. 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 Like every one of us in this room has lyrics on this new album. Every one of us has had input on like, hey, maybe try that note instead, you know, blah, blah. Or like, here's, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's like, I think that's the magic sauce of this record is just the collaboration with people uh, in our band and outside our band. You know, there's a lot of people involved in this record. A lot. Like, it's kind of crazy when you think about how many people we we worked with you know it's almost as many as uh counter for reals album <laughs> 100 producers yeah so it's gotta be huge <laughs> yeah i don't know dude i think that's the way forward for us is just kind of um and it's, it's really cool too is like being our age and going through what we've went through it's just no egos man and all these people we worked with like there's not a single person if you're like you know you're in a co-write situation it's like yeah i'm not really feeling that no one was like Oh, gotta listen to me, man. But everyone's like, cool. You know? We also made Bond come all the time. (laughs) We didn't make him. C-U-M. He's just our dude. Yeah. It was just funny because he was just there. It's, you know, most of our other friends, like, they won't hear the full record. Like, Bond has heard every, like... He's heard it, and then he's actually had input on some stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Which I think is just so fucking cool. That's how rappers do it. It's just funny. Just he just he just comes and hangs out. <laughs> yeah, I love it, dude. Is he gonna get a point on the record? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> he actually uh, he did record some gang vocals and shit. And I oh, think, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think he actually like suggested a lyric that got used. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he was telling me about it, and I was like, oh. "Teenage angst has paid off well." But then we we told him he doesn't get any points off it because we we bought him pizza. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I yeah, bet it's just you- a lump sum payout <laughs> of pizza. Yeah. And then once we like got the album title, like the name of the album and like the and third I, one, the third. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I feel like a, that's it. B it's, I, I just, I just, I just feel like this kind of, uh, I just feel like this lightness, you know? Yeah. And even though like the, you know, that's only half the work's done. Now we have to fucking, you know, make shit, make videos. We need to learn how to use TikTok. We need to go on tour. <laughs> we need to do all this stuff. But like, I don't know. I feel like a very light lightness and it's like such a wonderful feeling you know 
you feel like you just took a shit and you haven't had any gluten in days. Yes. I mm. feel like uh, in Kenobi, how Obi-Wan explained the force. Yeah. That's how I yeah. feel. That's, That's how I feel. I feel like Darth Vader in Kenobi. <laughs> just with no arms, no legs, <laughs> melted. Hella melted. Yeah. Got a pee in your suit. Yeah. 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 The uh, new album title, I really, really like a lot. And I think it's, it's just emo enough. You know, it fits. The original one, I fucking loved. The second one, I was like, okay, that's fine. This one, I'm like, all right, yeah, that's it. That's I, fucking it. Uh, the first one, I was like, that is really smart. I'm really on the fence about it because I think it's kind of cheesy, but it's really smart. It's really clever, but cheesy to me. The second one, I like it. Was, it would have been a gamble. It would have been a gamble. Perfect yeah. way to say it, yeah. The second one, I really, really loved just because the meaning of that particular song. That song we're referencing... Um, I apologize to people listening for all the fucking secrets, secrets, but that song, you'll hear it one day. Yeah. The, the lyrics to that song, that was like the first thing Dan sent back for this new record. It was in like fucking, it was pre pandemic. It was like 2019. Mm. He sent that back and I was like, Oh dude, that's the first, that's like the first thing I heard for this record. Oh yeah. The chorus. Yeah. Yeah. That I was like, Oh, that makes me feel all kinds of great things, mm-hmm. you know? And as month went by, month went by, year went by, I just kept saying, like, dude, I don't know about the rest of the song, but that chorus, there's something just, it's so fucking impactful to me, you know? And then just what the song's about and, the, you know, just it, like, really sums up a lot of the last couple of years. And I just thought that was, like, really, uh, I just love the way it made me feel, you know? Mm-hmm. But this one... Very personal. It's very personal to me. And, yeah, but this one I feel like is even better because I feel like it represents the whole record a lot better. And the first words that, that he says on the album is the album title. You know what I'm saying? It's like the first thing that, well, com- the first thing that comes out of Dan's mouth on this record. Oh, yeah, because it starts with the chorus, yeah. Is the album title. Yeah. I think that's awesome. Yeah, that's pretty sick. The record starts, and the first word that comes out of his mouth is the album title. The art is really fucking clever. It's all just like, we're not trying to do some like, army like join the story of your army like they're not trying to do this contrived big movement that it's really just, was a fucking thing for a while wasn't it yeah doing that shit the black parade the i mean the black parade I don't, yeah that, that lasted but yeah but i'm just saying like there's no like no contrived like we're not trying to force a fucking movement on people it's just like here's some awesome art that we really believe in you know i'm trying to force a bowel movement every <laughs> once in a while i don't know dude Got i a hemorrhoid I, I think it's just like um I just feel like it's 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 so well done and all encompassing that it doesn't we don't need any of that shit, you know? It's just no. a great piece of art, you know? Yeah. I just love it. Really coming together. It really came together. Everybody seems to be coming around. Yeah. Josh, do you like it or no? Yes. Oh, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> yes. All right. You want to wrap up since Dan's not here and yeah. um then this is also the we're podcasting in the middle of the day. Yeah. With no booze. Yeah. It's 4.58 p.m. right now. I apologize to everybody. Dude, I actually love this. I wish we could podcast like in the mornings. I, love I would it. podcast at noon. I fucking love it. Energy. Dude, all like the big podcasts I listen to, they're all done like in the mornings and shit. Yeah. Like they're all like, because they're people's full-time job. Yeah. You know? All those ringer folks do like four a day. Yeah. Start at fucking 9 a.m. Yeah. But it is fun to come here at nighttime and all the lights are off and like, especially when you guys are like super buzzed up and mm-hmm. like drunk. I just, I just kind of fucking love it. drunk. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just like really, I really like that 
energy except for no one can talk because we all cut each other off yeah but yeah. besides that i just it's it's it's, it's fucking fun it's, it's fun energy it's yeah. fun yeah we yeah. can we can mix it up especially when we're doing shows and shit we're gonna have to get creative with the schedule so yeah we'll do some during the day we'll do some yeah, yeah. at night after shows while we're fucking hammered you know whatever yep. it's good variety dude i had this really good whiskey every night at the studio oh i have your whiskey in my car from the studio how Remember that one that you left when we were in the, the weird house with all the Easter eggs and Jesus? Oh, shit that, that, oh, okay. That's in my car. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Thanks. Um, but my tolerance is so low because I drink maybe once a week, maybe, like maybe sometimes once a month that like I was like almost drunk <laughs> and I had this much whiskey. Yeah. I take, I have one drink now and I can feel it for sure. Cause I've been smoking weed more. Like that's my go-to at night instead of a beer. Isn't that the best? It's way better. I think it's the best feeling in the world, dude. I sat down, come home, back to the Airbnb from the studio, pour whiskey, drink it, and then like, eat. Like I'm like not even halfway finished with it. I'm like, whew, <laughs> <laughs> it's like date. fucking amazing, dude. Yeah, way cheaper. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. All right, let's wrap. All right. Um, we don't have anything to announce right now, I guess. Right. Mm-mm. We well, we did announce. We haven't talked since we announced the Hawthorne Heights shows. Yeah. Right? We haven't been on the podcast. No. The, the Ohio is for Lovers, like mini festival. It's in... No, we haven't. Well, either way, those shows have been announced. Uh, so if you're in any of those like four states or that whatever... And the, that four chord music festival has been announced. Yeah. So some like Midwest to East Coast stuff. And then we're going to have some more things coming that will kind of tie that stuff together. And then of course we have in the fall and, you know, mid you know, last two weekends of October, we have the When We Were Young festival. There'll be stuff tying that in. So it's going to be... With a every, fun fall. With every other band on the planet. Every emo band that's ever existed, basically. Yeah. Except Bear Tooth. Sorry, guys. But fall, we haven't fall announced out boys too young. Either. And sorry, Fall Out Boy, you have too much money. Fall Out Boys. Fall Out Boys. <laughs> I like Fall Out Boys. <laughs> I like TikTok. I talked to Chad Olish today. Olish? Mm-hmm. Olish. Nice. Shout out, Chad. He listens. Yeah, dude, I was thinking about Hi, all those questions we had, those tech questions. We'll talk after the pod. Yesterday, I was like, why didn't we just call fucking Chad? He'll know the answer to every question we yeah. have. And he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah. <laughs> sure enough. <laughs> Shout out Chad. Smart guy. Yeah. All right. So um, follow at Story of the Year on all things except for TikTok. It's at Story of the Year PAC for now until we get that figured out. We haven't even fucking posted anything. But follow us in the meantime. My stuff is all at Chad Olish's toilet on MySpace. I'm at I am Ryan Phillips. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take this seriously, guys. <laughs> you guys are dedicated. I'm at, at Chad Olick's Black Outfit. <laughs> I'm at the cluster hardunkinchug.net. I'm at Chad Olick's Black Cargo Shorts. <laughs> Nobody's got a hand job in cargo shorts since Nom. Nom. Mm. All right. Anyway. Um, I mean, you can find us on the internet. Thanks for listening. And uh, Dan Marcella, you weren't here, so you should probably. <sighs> Suck one. <laughs> Can we go on?